0: Hi, how nice it is to have your company. A big hello and welcome. Happy Sunday morning. This is No Man Should Walk Alone, and it's all thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment, and for Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. This
1: show is the brainchild of Danny Frawley, the St Kilda Champ. Morning, Spud. Good morning, Jack. A little bit uh, hot. Um, Yeah. Hydrate today. So if if you're going to do some exercise or go for a walk, you've got to at least drink two litres of water today. So if you're going to do some exercise and have a walk and be out in the sunlight today, you've probably got to drink three. I reckon it's And look smart. after the elderly, uh, the elderly out there. If you've got a grandparent or great uncle that might be on their own, go and knock on their door and make sure they're okay, get that air conditioner working, and uh, let's make sure we have a great Sunday, Jack. Agree, agree. Coming up, we're going to have a very good hour coming up. Brett
0: Stevens, former AFL footballer, former coach of Pete Sampress, and now involved in a company that are all about helping people. The Thewinningformula.com is where you can go to find out more information He'll be in the studio with us in 10 minutes from now.
1: Looking forward to Steve-O. Uh, you talk about resilience. Um, we'll talk about his career. He, he started at Essendon under 19s, playing with the likes of Roger Merritt, these type of guys, folds in the reserves. Then didn't get on the list, went over to Tassie for a couple of years, came back, tried to get on Collingwood, went to WA. So for anyone out there that's wondering what the word resilience is, and you look in the dictionary, you'll see a photo of Brett Stevens. And as you said, he's been the the high-performance coach and mental coach. Yes. Uh, Motivational-type yep. coach for the greatest tennis player since Roger Federer, uh, Pete Sampras. And we'll talk more about this with him, but I didn't realise that he was doing work
0: with local footy clubs and metro footy clubs as well. He's not just an operator for the elite. He's
1: he's more than happy to get involved at grassroots level, isn't he? He's for you and me, Jack. Yes and, and for any, any um, person out there that wants to go down and know what the – Winning form is all about, building resilience, it's teamwork, basically uh, putting the effort in and don't worry about the result. And I think that's where we get all bogged down a little bit. We're all in this big whirlpool of competition. You have to be a winner to be successful. You don't have to be. Give it your best shot.
0: Also coming up a little bit later on, there was uh, a very forceful email that went out during the week from mm. Gaz and Tim to you and mm. Johnny Clark, the producer. Yeah. No more
1: Chief Braybron. Okay. We've, been, we've been accused of stealing it. Is Is oh, that the case? God. I'm not sure so about this. I've come up with more things in the media over the last 15 years, <laughs> like the head wobbler, trumpet blower. Golden fist. The golden fist. We actually had a lender chief from the Brekkie Show for a couple of times, and the chief loved it. Enjoyed it. Now they've put the, the clamp on it, but you know that it was always... A positive out of a negative, Jack. Exactly. You know who we're getting on? We're getting his wife on instead, aren't we? Emily, the yep. beautiful Emily. She's the nutritional diet
0: to the stars. Transformationcoach.com is her website. She's going to have a chat to us. It
1: may be a blessing in disguise, but... Well, and what we're going to talk to her about, uh, Jack, later on, is this, do, you know, the, the balanced lifestyle, diet, healthy diet, protein versus carbs. Because I'm a pretty little, little bit confused with it all. Mm. And she's led to believe that you can have bacon and eggs and a bit of avocado and it's good for you. How good's that? How good's that? Now, now last week, Jack, yes. we had uh, Scotty Cummings on, uh, the big Scotland who put on a bit of weight and he's got it down to a really manageable level and he's got a really balanced lifestyle. And he's doing the pucker upright, so I thought, i put my hand up for it and I hadn't did anything. So I've started to train a little bit, so I've, I've punched out about 180 in, in since last week. That's good. And I've got, you hear that? I can see it too. It's yeah. the Swiss Magnesium Jack, because it works for me, mate. You know Ooh. why? When I'm doing that extra exercise, it replenishes the magnesium in your muscles, so it really works for me. And not only that, I reckon I'm sleeping better.
0: Are you really? Because of I reckon because it's the magnesium. really helping
1: me. Yeah. And that's why Swiss, I you know they're a great sponsor of us, but the magnesium, I was told about it. I've been having their multivitamins for years, and they really help me, but... The magnesium is something that I uh, that I totally recommend. Their it stuff works is the
0: it is great. I've got magnesium, glucosamine, vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc on my bench and at ha- the moment. And
1: how old are you? Thirty two. You're yes. 32 and you've got all. And well, it's great that they're Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like what it sounds like you got a bit of bone on bone there somewhere in yeah, the ankle. Yeah. The so, ankle. Yeah. I'm, is that what? I thought you had a pebble in your shoe <laughs> when you're walking across the road. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I no. thought oh, you been going to get that pebble out of your shoe. What, one leg's a bit longer than the other now,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> no, but we took uh, we took a nice delivery of the Swiss stuff a couple of weeks ago, and it is sensational,
1: Spud. It uh, is just great. It works for me, mate. That's the main thing.
0: Number one multivitamin brand in Australia is Swiss, and they bring you no man should walk walk alone each and every week, as do the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Let's waste no time. Let's take an early break. Let's jump straight in. Brett Stevens to join us in the studio after this. Great to be with you on No Man Should Walk Alone. It's all thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment and for our great mates. We were just talking about them earlier. All for our mates at Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. A little bit later on in the show, Ali Brabon-Hames, the brains behind Mm. Chief Brabon. She's going to join us. But Spud, we're joined by not just football royalty, but sporting royalty because this man's sporting resume is as good as any.
1: I've Googled and that's the beauty about Google. (laughs) I don't have to because I don't know how to introduce... Brett Stevens, the same. I know him as the uh, footballer. You know, did the hard yards, Essendon reserves, played in Tassie, Western Australia, then made a name for himself at Fitzroy and was involved in a magnificent international series in Ireland. Uh, sorry, in Australia against Ireland, and then Abs- captain Victoria as well um, against Queensland.
3: Yeah, to and loss, to a loss against Queensland,
1: and then. Yeah. <laughs> and then somehow got involved in Minor tennis <laughs> somehow got involved in tennis which we'll touch on, and then work with some of the best, if not the best tennis player in the world, or he was at that stage, Pete Sampras and has married the beautiful uh, Cara Black, Cara Black uh, Zimbabwean, uh, magnificent player. I think they played up in, against Australia many moons yes, ago. Uh, so, good morning, Brett. Sorry, <laughs> my big yeah, intro, good, wasn't good it? Good morning. What an intro. <laughs> Bring him you in. in I'm sorry. Bring him in. Sorry, <laughs> That's what I love. But, you know, I just thought, I mean, no, but like, the reason I kept talking, his chest started like a peacock. So over to you, Brett. Yeah, yeah. No, no,
3: I, I definitely started pumping up there. And, <laughs> and I know, uh, you know, we're talking about mental stuff here, and I think, I think uh, Spud's just pumped me up big time. I've never felt so good. You know, I'm, I'm an old, an old dad with young
1: kids, and I needed that Spud. So thanks for that, mate. We all need a little bit of positivity now, Jack. And I'll give you one little adage. I give Jack one a week. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's good like this that. This one here: an ounce of praise weighs more than a ton of criticism. You like Yoda, aren't you? he no, 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 i got not. all these
0: wise facts to share with the world. That's a good one.
1: But Brett, obviously, you're back in Aussie land now. And we'll we'll go all over the place because that's the way yeah, I yeah, ask yeah. questions. The winning formula. Tell us a little bit about that, because it's uh, it's all about putting in the right effort and getting the best out of yourself.
3: Yeah, look, it's a simple effort, uh, a, sim- a simple uh, recipe we have there, and it's look, it's something that you know I've spent last over twenty years traveling the world with my wife and and with all the different players I've worked with and living out of Australia. And I'm looking for things to do when, I, when I've when i been back the last couple of years. And this is one of the things that I came up with. And it's it's more sharing our experiences about being elite athletes and trying to get the best out of yourself. And and our big thing is, like, anything's possible for anyone, but it's not going to be handed to you. And it's about trying to understand how you can give it your best effort.
1: And and we're talking to a lot of males out there, generally between the ages of, oh, well, 25 to 55, 60, Underneath the winning formula, I see that heading there, it's not the result, it's the F. And I think a lot of a lot of lads, especially in my age bracket now, fifty to sixty, it's actually getting out there doing something positive for yourself. Now, whether it's yoga, going for a ride with your mates, yep. um, obviously you guys down there can deal with a lot of elite sports. Who are some of the elite sports you've dealt with?
3: Oh look, we did the Melbourne Footy Club, um, not last year because the play's did a little revolt about the camp last year, but the year before that, and uh, we, we've done the Collingwood uh, Collingwood Football Club, the AFL Umpires, work with a bunch of the V8 drivers, mm. pro surfers, uh, a lot of lot of uh, just the country football clubs as well. So we're dealing with a lot of different people.
1: And if there's a bunch of blokes out there at the moment, they might work in the corporate world. I know you do the, the corporate work as well. What, what if a group of corporates think, okay, I've heard about this winning formula. What, what are some of the things you can you can help them go away with something that they didn't know already?
3: Well, look, I think it's, you know, the message in sport is very similar to life, you know, and it's, look, if you're going to do something, you want to try and give it your best effort, but you're not always going to get the results. And one of our big messages and one of the things that I've always taught my athletes is your attitude is not about how you deal with the good things. It's how you deal with the bad things And, and try and flip it and turn those negative situations mm. into motivations to be better.
1: Some of the some of the subtitles on your the winning formula, the, the goal setting and planning. We've all had News Eve just come come by with oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna lose eight kilos. How important is it to you know, you got you gotta be responsible for your own actions. But yeah. there's a lot of people out there listening, oh yeah, I said News Eve, I was gonna probably only have three beers um, on the weekend. I'm I'm still doing my eight or nine and four or five during the week how important is it to, to actually write something down and goal set instead of talking about it flippantly?
3: Yeah, look, I think it's important to do that. But but on the other hand, don't be so hard on yourself if if you mess up. Because look, we're all human and there's, and there's no such thing as perfection. And look, my dealing with a lot of elite athletes, the big thing you have to tell them is, you know, it's not about being the best you can be. It's about striving to be your best. And Something goes wrong, you're going to feel it. Yeah, you know, you're going to be affected by it. But how long is it going to take you to recover and, and get back on the job? And and I think if you make those effort, and like you, Spud, you're looking in magnificent oh, shape man. now. And, uh, is a couple. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you look, it just becomes about a consistent effort. But don't you know get off the get off the wagon if you're uh,
1: yeah
3: if you've made a mistake and you're like, okay, that's
1: fine. It's just a little bump in the road. What the word balance? I know you want to get in there, Jack. The word balance to me, Brett, is an interesting one because people say I've got a balanced lifestyle. Is It's as simple as that. And what is what is a balanced lifestyle? Is it something that actually rows your boat or, or what is it? You know,
3: look, we're all individuals. Yeah. You know, and, and it's I think it's working out what works best for you. And um, look, we, you don't have to be a marathon runner or, or a weightlifter mm. or whatever. It, it's what keeps you happy and, and makes you feel good about yourself. And, and, and I think... Look, any sort of exercise is great mm. to get the endorphins going and you're doing something positive for yourself. But look, I, I don't think you have to be crazy about it, even with your diet. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a couple of beers and, you know, having the, the fish and chips every now and then mm. or, or whatever. It's it's more just have the good outweigh mm. the bad, I think.
0: Brett, before you mention you work with country footballs and metro footballs there'd be a lot of our listeners who yeah. still still have a kick on a weekend. Well, yeah. Tell us a bit about what you're trying to achieve with local sporting groups because I think a lot of people are interested to know what it is and how they might be
3: able to utilize it. Well, look, it's no different to how I would talk to Collingwood, Melbourne, did the Camperdown Football Club. I, I talked mm. to them all exactly the same. You know, if you're going to do something, it's about striving to be your best. And for me with the local football clubs, I think that's where the heart and soul of football is, mm. you know. The guys yep. are there, they're playing with their mates, they're playing for their town and Obviously when it becomes professional, it becomes a bit more like a job and a, it's it's a lot harder to really enjoy that. You've more got to try and embrace that challenge. But, you know, I love doing the local guys because you can see the spirit and the fight and, you know, some of those local clubs I've done, some of the country clubs have been way more impressive than, than some of the more professional professionals as far as their mm. enthusiasm and their talk and, and trying to be there. And they stick with it? Oh, Means great. a bit more to them sometimes. Oh, mate, they're yeah. great. Look, yeah. we've had some unbelievable moments. I remember being down. Um, oh, where was it? Down near the the twelve apostles? Yep. Is it still the twelve, or is it only? Well, I
1: eight think eight, there was a, well, it was that. Well, interesting on yeah. that one. Yeah. It was always <laughs> only eleven, right? So I don't know why they call it twelve, but I think it's about five and a half now. Yeah, to six. All, right. all right. Still a beautiful spot. Yeah, great spot.
3: Anyway, we did a camp down there, and I and I can remember. You know, and I'm given the thing about guys, I don't care who wins, I don't care who comes last, as long as you give your best effort right to the end. And f- and as far as I'm concerned, the guy who's coming last, who's given 100%, is better than the guy who came first and just cruised over the line. So it's, you know, best effort from start to finish. But we had this young guy, and it seems to happen with every camp. This guy, he, we, and we'd done a hard day, and we're running, he's running along the beach, and everyone had been in for like five or ten minutes, and this guy started cramping up, and he could barely move. And I said, it's okay, mate. You know, we, we you can stop now. It's okay. He goes, no, there's no way I'm stopping. I'm mm. just going to keep going. Yeah. And, you know, the power that has for his teammates to see that mm. is just awesome. So, it's, it's look, it's a simple message. It's not... You know, even with the AFL guys, they, I think in some ways they start to complicate it a little bit too much. And really, in the end, it's about giving your best effort and understanding
1: what that is. You've obviously tennis is uh, front of mind at the moment. We've got the Australian Open men's final tonight. Sampras, how you know? Is it just is he easy to coach, or is he self-driven? Because a lot of people out there say, "No, oh, well, he's earning a lot of money." but it looked like he was always on top of his game fitness-wise and, and mentally as well. Yeah, no, look, it wasn't easy as far as... Like, he
3: didn't enjoy doing the fitness. Yeah. He he was a natural athlete, you know, had a natural game and, and had been... And when I started with him, he'd been number one in the world for six years. And um, I worked with him last five years of his career and took him from number one to number 12, which was one of my greatest achievements. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um <laughs> look with Pete I had to, he was at a different stage in yep. his career where he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna worry about the ranking yep. so much but more wanted to concentrate on winning grand slams. So so my job was to try and keep him motivated and keep him in the best shape he possibly could. But look, it wasn't easy because he didn't like to do the mm. track work. Did you have to mix
1: the, it up a bit fine?
3: Oh yeah, I had to come up with different ideas all the time. But but that's the challenge. Like we would do things like you know, we used to go and train at UCLA track. And there'd be all these Olympic athletes and that, and I'd have a session where we might do 10 twos or whatever. And he's like, oh, I don't really feel like doing mm. this today. And I'm like, okay, mate, let's let's go over on the football field there. I've got the frisbee there. Let's throw the frisbee around for, for a while. So in the end, I'd end up getting him doing more yeah. that way. And we'd have a game where we'd try and push each other off the football field. But it was more trying to find that mental stimulation and, yeah, and we'd do things like we'd play, uh, we'd play volleyball on Santa Monica mm. Beach, and the loser had to go and run an 800, and, and we'd play a lot of one on one basketball. And d- you just got to do that. And I'm big on that mental freshness, too. And look, my number one rules working with athletes was number one, they've got to be healthy, yeah. and number two, they've got to be mentally fresh. So without those two, you can't give your best. And then on top of that, you try and get them in the best shape you can.
1: We live in a really busy lifestyle. Um, now, you know, you've got children, I've got children, social media, dealing with pressures. Do you, have you found, you know, even coming back to Oz, you know, you're overseas there for a while, coming back, the the landscape's changed somewhat, like the dealing with the pressure of the just the normal guy who's could be a bricklayer playing for his local footy club, but he, he's under more pressure than he was? Or yeah. do we add pressure that's perceived pressure?
3: Well, mate, you know, look, we're the same you know pretty much you know same era yeah. and the whole thing yeah. and i actually heard they're going to hurt up all the guys in our age group and they're going to lock us away because we're all so politically incorrect <laughs> <laughs> so that look out for that spud oh well i've been down that road <laughs> a little bit i've, <laughs> I've had a few
1: wraps <laughs> on the knuckles but you know that I... so we've got to be careful how we talk these days <laughs> no, but
3: but do. look i think there's a lot of pressure with the whole social media thing i think it's it's pretty sad that. And look, everyone has a... In some ways, it's great. People have a voice and they can feel important and they can do their Twitter or their Instagram or their Facebook or whatever and get their numbers up and it's like, look at this, I've got this and whatever. But in other ways, you know, all the negative stuff that comes out, you know, I think that outweighs the positives of that. And, And there is... There's definitely a lot... People can make things a bit more complicated mm. i think because of the way we have so much more information yep. now too and and look it's it's really about keeping your eye on the ball and what's important really i think brett
0: stevens is our special guest here on no man should walk alone it's all thanks to the Hater clinic the gold standard in addiction treatment and for swiss australia's number one multivitamin brand we'll take a break still plenty more to come
1: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out
0: Great to have your company on No Man Should Walk Alone. It's all thanks to Swiss, which is Australia's number one multivitamin brand, and the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Our special guest this morning is Brett Stevens. Brett, a couple of questions off the SMS, and we'll go with, uh, I guess, the interest that people have got in the transition you made from a footballer to what came next after that. This wonderful ride you've been on, but when footy finished... What were you thinking after that?
3: Yeah, look, look I wasn't really thinking anything. I, 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 was sort of happened pretty quick. I was, um, played my last game in 1993, and, uh, and a good mate who'd become a good mate of mine, Wally Masseur, said to me, why don't you come over to the US Open? And so that was a few days after the last game. So I said, yeah, no worries, I'll come over. He said, look, come over, and I've got, Go and do this academy in Florida. You can maybe do a little bit of stuff down there, and and then maybe come to Europe with us. And and I wasn't thinking a job. I was thinking, yeah, okay, let's let's do it. So yeah. went along. Wally made the semi-finals there at the U.S. Open that year, which was one of his mm-hmm. biggest results. And you know, I was a big, I was a greenhorn, big time, first time in New York. And you know, and and it was funny because I was going in the players' change rooms and getting <laughs> a massage, and you know, <laughs> Wally. And I think it was pretty funny because we go to the the luncheon thing, and you had tickets or you had to pay. And, and uh, these American girls, I said, oh, you know, how much is she? she said, oh, it's 20 bucks. I said, well, what if I show you my washboard stomach? She said, oh, well, give me a look. So I'd lift my shirt up, and she'd go, yep, you can have yours for nothing. <laughs> and Wally would say, uh, Spud tried
0: Wally, to- try, <laughs>
3: Wally tried the same thing, and he wouldn't get his meal. So.
1: <laughs> Spud tried the same thing across the road this morning for yeah. coffee. You, yeah. You've always been pretty good like that, though. I've like, <laughs> known playing with you a couple of times, <laughs> you've... You've always been able to put your front foot forward.
3: Yes. Well, look, mate, I don't take myself too serious. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, even in life and in sport, it's serious, but it's not that serious. Mm. You know, we're here to have a good time, I think. And and look, obviously you've got to work, but but I like to try and get that going with the athletes I work with. And, and what that taught me, you know, the, the skills I taught yeah. in my footy career to, you know, I got chopped here, chopped there, whatever. I think that gave me all the skills to move into tennis and after two or three years of travelling other players asking Mm. to travel, then it ended up, I thought, gee, this is actually my job now.
1: Because, and we'll get onto the terms, which is a great question, Jack, but the word resilience is something, when I think of Brett Stevens, and I look at your career and obviously getting the best out of yourself and the the people that are listening here today, like, you look at your career, 79 to 93, you you started at Essendon, you played in the reserves there, so can you give us a bit of a snapshot? You went to Tassie WA Obviously trying to get on Essendon's list and then scraped onto Fitzroy's list, how did that all happen and how did you keep your motivation going just to to get there because you got you got the best out of yourself and that's all anyone can do really. Yeah, yeah.
3: And and look and that but that's what I like to say to people too. It's not about what ranking you get yeah. to or whether you play AFL or V F L. It's just about striving to be your best. Yeah. And wherever that takes you, you're a number one as mm. far as I'm concerned, you know. So um, you were
1: pretty driven though, weren't you? Like yeah, well, you know, I was
3: pretty self motivated. I'm not sure where it all came from, yeah. but, but I, I don't think I would have been shattered if I didn't make it. But but my journey was, you know, I was at Essendon, young kid. I was, I think, I was 17, playing under 19s yeah. in reserves, and reserves. Pretty
1: then, big era at that stage, too. Yeah, wasn't well, they it? had, a,
3: you know, I was playing in the reserves with guys like Roger Merritt and Justin Madden cool. and Phil Carmen, and I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Mm. But I think I, I had three years there, and um, and then I went to Tassie played 2 years my first after my first year in Tassie I went and did a pre-season with Collingwood tried and back then it was more like okay you're one of the numbers let's yep. see if you make it didn't make it went back to Tassie again played another year then I tried then the Swans asked me to come and do a pre-season did a pre-season with them didn't make it there yeah then I um I went to Western Australia played 2 years over there and then it um Towards the end of my last year there, I rang, I actually rang Essendon and said, look, can I come back and have one last crack at doing a pre-season? And they, they uh, said, okay, come back, but there's, obviously there's no guarantee. So I was pretty much back to where I was as a 17-year-old, 18-year-old, trying to make it. And I knew there were no guarantees, but I thought I owe it to myself to mm. have one more go. And um, fortunately, I, I hit some pretty good form in the practice games and Fitzroy were actually watching and uh, came and offered me a contract. So, you know, it was it was pretty wild for me. Mm. And, and to actually the whole journey for me, you know, in the end, the holy grail for me became oh, okay. I just want to get one AFL game. Mm. And when I ran out MCG, 1987, first round against Melbourne, I couldn't believe it. Mm. I was like, wow! Yeah, I actually I actually got here. You know,
1: and and obviously you played for your state as well. Well, and, and, and so this I is suppose. what I
3: say when I give my story too. It's like you know, and then I ended up doing things that I. Couldn't even believe happened. I, look, I didn't play in the premiership. I didn't win a, I didn't win a Brownlow or whatever. But I you runner up in a BNF, I think. Two runner up twice. Yeah. I was in the top. To Roosie? Rusi and Purdy. Yeah, two Purdy Andy got players. me by two votes one year, which was a bit of a anyway. Whatever, it was a bit yeah. of bad like. But you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like my my whole thing is all it doesn't really matter. That's right. And and I ended up being you know deputy vice captain there and you know playing. Australia with you I mean things that and playing for Victoria I mean I couldn't believe it mm. so it was that's why my you know my message I can legitimize what I'm teaching because it happened to me and I went through it and there was there's never any guarantees but it really is about how you deal with that adversity you can go one way or the other you can sink or you can yeah. swim and that's you
1: know? and that's what we were on this show about a, a bit of yeah. adversity and everyone goes through whatever it is pressures different pressures I, I read here the mental freshness you touched on. But you've got here, and I'm a big believer, and like, I've nearly got Jack across the line with mindfulness and a little bit of yeah. meditation. We had Emma Murray on two weeks ago. Yeah. It was outstanding. Yep. Does a lot of work with Richmond and, and Dustin Martin. But you've got here your breathing techniques to reduce heart rate and calm yourself. How important is it now with all these different pressures just to sit back and just, just live without actually... Going off like a madman. Yeah, look. In the
3: end, I think all we've all got is the moment, mm. you know. And we need to sit back and 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 try and live in the moment and and enjoy the moment. And and look, big. It's important to be rested, you know. It's important to be putting the right fuel in your body and and give yourself a breather. And and you're not going to perform at your best if you're tired and you and you don't have fuel or I like to call it energy yep. in your body, yep. you know. And it's just like you put petrol into your car. Yeah. You want to put good fuel into your into your body, and it's going to help you function better.
1: So, what strategies do do you use on y- your winning formula when you've got a group down there? Do you, do you do mindfulness? Do you do meditation? Or you just just teach them how to chill out to bring that heart rate down? Yeah. Look. Look. I. Uh, we we have a, a pro surfer who
3: works on our on our camps. A, a guy named Jay Thompson, who's from um, the Gold Coast. Yeah. So he was on the tour for three or four years. Worked with Kelly Slater and Mick Fanny, and was a pro surfer mm, himself. Gee. And look, he's been through his own story. He lost his brother, fell out of a palm tree up on Burley heads one night, and he was his hero. And he gives his little story. But we all talk about how you Mm. deal with adversity. But what I like to create on the camps is not a a boot camp thing where you're pointing the finger and saying, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. It's more like, guys, we're going to take you out of your comfort zones, but we want you to try and embrace that feeling. And then with the breathing stuff... Bottle takes over with that, and where we do some of the surfing things, where you might be under the water with yeah. a rock, and you and you're holding your breath, but you try and embrace that feeling of yeah. being out of your comfort zone, and not letting it bring you down, but actually train yourself mentally to deal with it, and mm, that's good. And look, it's all. It's just life, isn't it, Spud? You know, you know know yourself. You've had some a few hard times, but but it's coming through it, and and in the in the end, it actually makes you stronger. It
1: does, and that's the thing for the listeners out there. When when you have hit a hurdle, it's how it's how you get up, and you do. You become stronger. You know, my setback. I just thought I was ten foot tall and bulletproof, but I found out that I was a competitor and you can comp- the only thing i was competing against was myself
3: yeah yeah you know
1: yeah. and that's and that's what a lot of people don't understand you only get one crack at it yep and you got there's always someone worse off and 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 better off but you've still you've still woke up you're breathing you can you can get out there and live the life you choose to live really
3: yeah 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 and and it is about doing the things you enjoy doing too and and like i said uh, hey it's great some people are better at getting up yep. and going for a run and some aren't so Try and work out what works for you and what helps you stay motivated.
0: We always try, before we finish up with our yeah. guests, we always try and relate it back to yeah. our listeners. So in this case, Brett, if someone's hearing this and thinking, you know what, I am gonna, mm. I'm going to go and buy a pair of runners and I'm just going to slowly ease into it or I'm going to play more golf mm. with my mates. We spoke about that last week, Spud. Yeah. How, what's the absolute basics to start? Where can someone start and say, okay, this is my plan or is that the starting point to have a plan and, and then go from there?
3: Yeah, I I think um it, it's good to talk to some look if you've got some athletic friends or, you know, if you have a trainer or professionals or whatever, but I think the main thing is you gotta you gotta do what helps you feel good. And I, look I think with the running, a simple thing is to put the shoes on and go for a bit of a walk, run, walk and or maybe jog out mm. for five minutes and try and beat your time back and then gradually build it up. Depending what level mm. you're starting at. But I think it's more Stuff you're going to mentally, it's going to mentally stimulate you. Sure, you know, and, and I think mixing it up. If you're doing the same, if you start have with these plans to do a lot of exercise, you start doing the same thing day in day out. Mentally, then you're going to start to get a bit fried with it. So it's important to really mix up what you're doing. Mm.
1: And I think that the fact is, I can see why you call it the winning formula. Because you, you know, without saying uh, it, you are a winner, and you, you've what you've been able to achieve as a footballer, um, as a as a tennis coach, but you've been able to achieve it on your own and you you've actually done the hard yards and you've actually come out of it um, and you've got to, a great story to tell so for anyone out there who want, wants to know more about the winning formula how do we do that Brett
3: um how do we do that I Do we get on the website we you, you yeah no website. <laughs> we, got a, we got a we got a website no, look, your chance for a free come pod, on, Brett. Mate, come yeah, on. <laughs> look it's we we have a website it's one word thewinningformula.com.au um but you know what, we're we're more motivated. We're not yeah motivated by the money so much. We're more motivated to try and help people. So we'll work to people's budgets and the whole thing. And, so and that's for me that's why I probably I should get out there and promote it yeah. more, but it's but it's more about we want to try
1: and help people. And I'm not sure I don't know what the answer to this one is, but you'll tell me. If if there's someone listening out there and say, gee, I haven't got a I'm not involved in a footy group. I do a bit of riding, a bit of walking, I wouldn't mind going down. Spending a couple of days down at your your camp, can they do it as individuals, or how does that work, or is that a bit harder
3: yeah look look we could look we definitely Taylor. wouldn't knock people back we, yeah. we
1: look we've done so many different
3: groups you know we, we've we've had the the some of the best girl drivers yeah. in australia we've had younger groups we've had older groups mm. you know it's look we'll tailor yeah. whatever they need and'll we'll, we'll see if it's possible.
0: Brett, it's been great to have you on the show this morning. You're flying, quite literally, and have been for a long time now, but it's great to just try and pin him down. He's a very oh, busy man. Busy man. Very busy man. So it's nice to have you in the Especially studio. Traveled, with the two
1: young kids. Travelled <laughs> on the tram, too, to get here. Yeah. which well, notice that. I was... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, th- so he never forgets where he comes from. No, but I'm I was expecting the the roller or the jag or no, 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 Uber mate. Black or something. Gonna, enough I'm
3: going to run back. <laughs> I'm going to run back to the tennis centre.
0: Yeah, that's going to put us all to shame. Brett, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. All
3: right, no worries, guys. We're, We're going to take a Steve, break.
0: Man. On the other side of this, Emily Brabon Hames, the co-founder of TransformationCoach.com and the better and smarter half of Chief Braybon's mm-hmm. camp, is going to join us to wrap up. No man should walk alone. You're listening to No Man Should Walk Alone. It's all thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment, and for Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. A big thanks to Brett Stevens for joining us this morning, Spud. We've got plenty of positive
1: feedback off the SMS. And uh, absolutely outstanding. The big thing about Steve, though, with his with his camp, the winning formula, obviously doing a little bit more exercise, and it's great to get our next special guest on, Jack, and a lot better looking than that old Chief, Gabon, whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah. Well, the warning came out during the
0: week. Yeah. We spoke about it off the top. We're not allowed to talk to Chief anymore. Apparently, yeah. he belongs on breakfast, which is fine, yeah. because... We, it's a blessing in disguise we get to we get the better half the much better half of the brabon partnership of course his lovely wife emily brabon Hames, who's the co-founder of transformationcoach.com emily good morning thank you for being with us
2: good morning how are you guys
1: Ah, uh, we're growing, going really well we're emily. better now yeah we're better now we we believe you're the nutritionist to the stars too is that right who are some of the people you've worked with
2: yeah, I'm a nutrition coach. And by the way, that was probably the most lovely introduction I've
1: ever had. Well, that's what you'll get when you come on <laughs> each Sunday with
0: us. We didn't Emily <laughs> We didn't give that to Chief actually, so yeah.
1: So Emily what you we've, told me. Yeah. No, Emily, sorry, we've we've been talking about um, a carb diet versus yep. the protein diet. And a lot of a lot of males obviously when they get over forty they've been obviously elite sportsmen or sportsmen and they eat a lot of pasta during sport, but they then they take that into their sort of just their social life or their normal life, yeah, yeah. and they put on that extra kilos. Is that is that a fallacy or a fad?
2: Um, I would say that's probably a commonplace thing. I mean, you look at a lot of athletes and the amount of energy that they're expending during training and then matches and you know all of those things on a daily basis. They need that fuel when they're in that situation, and when they come off training or when they retire, whatever the situation may be. They're still, their body, still fueling their body the same way, which means, of course, they're going to put on weight. They're going to put on fat.
1: So just for the normal uh, guy listening here this morning, he's just going for a walk with his dog. He's, he's having a great you know, 5 or 6K walk. He's, he's probably not getting his heart rate up too high. And he's, mm. he's got those extra kilos around. What, what would you suggest for him to, to get that balance right?
2: I think the easiest thing, especially for guys, is just to cut down on the carbs a bit. The last thing anyone wants to do, and guys, especially, is to count calories. It's painful. It's horrible. And you don't want to be, you know, checking on a menu to see, you know, how many calories are in something or whether you should or shouldn't have it, whether it's a good, bad or, or otherwise carb. So I think if you just cut down on what you see as, you know, a higher portion of bread or white carbs, things like white pasta, white rice, that kind of thing. If you just halve those in the beginning, then you're on your way to to losing a bit of that excess slab, that excess midsection.
0: Emily, a bit of a myth, or or is it a myth more to the point? You're the person to answer this for us about, you know, the white versus, so say white rice Mm. versus brown rice and et cetera, et cetera. Is, Is there nutritional benefits? And I guess if we're talking here about carbs. Is brown rice the way to go or has that become a bit of a myth?
2: No, absolutely. Basically, if you think about anything white, so white rice, white pasta, that kind of thing, white bread, it's full of sugar or bleaches, that kind of thing. So it's been processed to maximum. So that is just more work for your body. If you go, it might not taste as good in the beginning, but if you go brown rice or whole grain pasta, barley, that kind of thing, even multi grain breads, that kind of stuff, then, you know, your taste buds will change a bit as you go along. It might taste like cardboard in the beginning, but they burn slower in your body, which means that you're not going to feel hungry again in two hours' time.
1: So if you're having some bread, you're, you're suggesting have have multigrain versus white?
2: Absolutely. It's like tricking the kids by giving them, um, you know, something, a banana inside brown bed rather than having jam on white bread.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what about um, the fact if you have a bit of protein that, you know, forget the the toast, but it's okay to have some bacon and eggs and some avocado and tomato for breakfast. Is that right?
2: That's the best thing about cutting out carbs. Is you get to have steak and eggs, you get to have bacon and eggs in breakfast. You get, you know, steak and veggies at night. Chuck your stuff on the barbecue and enjoy some barbecued meats, that kind of thing. If you just avoid um, the sweet glazes and the, the sauces and you just smoke it with you know, in a smoker or with wood mm. chips, that kind of stuff, you're looking at some great food. You won't even know you're cutting anything out.
1: What about um, the chicken, the processed chicken versus just some organic chicken? Is, is there a bit of a, a fallacy or fat in that as well?
2: I think that's a bit of a fad. Chicken's chicken. I mean, yeah. there are some that have got hormones in, but, you know, they're they're pretty similar. And it can get pretty expensive when you're looking to eat healthy all the time. And I think that's one of the things that puts people off, you know, looking for whole foods or, you know, grain-fed foods, that kind of thing. So I just think as long as you're trimming off the fat and you're cooking it in a manner in which you're going to eat it and enjoy it and not feel like a chore, then it doesn't matter.
0: Emily, how important is breakfast in the scheme of things? Some people love it, swear by it, get up, have a good breakfast to start the day. There are a lot of people listening to us at the moment who would exercise uh, on an empty stomach or go to work on an empty stomach, but how important is it to start the day the right way?
2: Do you know what? That's probably an old wives' tale. Everybody's okay. different lives. I don't like breakfast. Um, I, will, I do like breakfast, but I like it for lunch. So I will go training on an empty stomach because I just find it better. But there's this whole thing at the moment where people are saying that they prefer to fast a little longer, so intermittent fast, fasting. So breakfast, obviously you're breaking your fast overnight. It doesn't matter if you've got those extra few hours as long as you're not binge eating throughout the day to make up for being hungry in the morning.
0: And just one before we let you go. This is one off the SMS that we've just received. What's the best, if someone's intending to exercise, regardless of whether it's morning, noon or night, they go to the gym or they go for a run or whatever, how long before you exercise is probably best to have a meal to fuel you, your exercising?
2: You probably want to have it at least an hour before you go and train. Otherwise, there's a risk of seeing it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, for those having their breakfast at the moment, yeah. just picture that exactly. Yeah,
2: so yeah, especially if it's eggs.
1: <laughs> how important do you describe, uh, subscribe Emily to the theory of the the waist for men, They're like a a largish type build like me, uh, the hundred centimeters and a a lightish build like Jack ninety. Yeah. Is that a is that a good sort of guide for you know, obviously keeping your your weight intact.
2: You've definitely got to look at your waistline. For men, it's, it's definitely looking at that waistline and the, the stomach fat because that's the fat around your organs. So you're not just holding a bit of a belly there. That's, there's, there's fat inside that that's the important bit you get rid of first. And that's what will go when you start starving your body a little more of carbs or just at least lowering them a little bit so that your body will start using proteins to burn that fat.
0: This is the sort of oh, stuff yeah. that we wanted Emily for. Listen to the nuggets of gold what she's about given the us today, SMS at the moment. SMS is going ballistic at the moment. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you on the show, and we'd You're love so to welcome. do it again soon.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Oh, how good was that, Spud? How good was that? Emily oh. Braybon hames joining us. Chief, think- who? Breakfast
1: can have you. No. He's all Boring. yours, Gaz and Wispy. He's all Boring. yours. <laughs> Boring. Oh, Emily was outstanding.
0: How good was that? It was an interesting. Couple of yeah.
1: myths that we debunked there as well, and that's coming through off the SMS, which so is great. So, the education that I've got. I hope I hope the listeners uh, agree as well. But just the protein versus the carbs, and mm. how you know the fat around your gut also goes to your organs. Yeah, I didn't I think know that. That you know, and I've got. You've got a little bit hanging over there that I'm thinking. Okay, if it's there, it's around my organs as well. And I've got some inherent heart disease. Um, you know, you, you've got to you've got to keep a watch on that. That's for sure. And are you a are you a white man? Like
0: when we're talking about white potatoes and white pasta yes. and all that sort of stuff, is that was that resonating with it you? It Certainly a bit?
1: did. And and I like I love multigrain bread. Yeah. So I'm I'm sort of heading home for lunch, and i gonna have some chicken and buy some multigrain rolls. Perfect. You know, don't put the butter on it. Uh, a little bit of avocado, tomato. And obviously it's very hot out there today. So again, we stress that, you know, drink the fluids. Yes. If you're going to exercise, probably do half as much today. Don't go out there and belt yourself in this heat because you're going to re- feel really flat when you get up for work in the morning. Oh,
0: you've been no good for two or three days after this. No now, doubt.
1: just to recap what we've learned,
0: because we always like to just recap the things that we've done yep. over the course of the show. Brett Stevens, formula dot com, all one word, one website, and he's got plenty of information there. And realistically, Spud, it was just all about positive mindset, wasn't it? If you get knocked down, don't
1: don't worry about it, just push on. The thing that you, that I got about Brett, and I knew him as a footballer and as a as an ex sort of um, player that I used to play against, but also with, he's highly motivated, but he's highly motivating. Correct. You could tell in his body language how passionate he was, and it's just amazing, you know. He's just talking about off air that he's actually now going to caddy for this young American golfer, mm. and Brett knows nothing about golf, but he's actually going to give the guys some tools to to talk about his attitude and focus on the effort, not the result. There's some learnings there for
0: elite athletes as well, isn't there? That sometimes, Even for you, Jack. well, correct, yeah. But sometimes it's it's as much about you've already got the skills mm. and you've got. the muscle memory and all that sort of stuff and
1: the hand-eye coordination, sometimes it's just about how you think about it. There's no doubting that. And I think the fact that his um, winning formula uh, camp down at not far from the St Andrews Beach down there, a magnificent property in itself, just to to drive down there and have a look at uh, what he's got down there is refreshing in itself.
0: It's been a great show. Thanks to everyone off the SMS for your involvement today. We
1: love how much people get into it. Well, did, the, you air, there, did you bring nah, maracas nah, in there, No, no, the magnesium. I'm uh, going to take another one because it works for me tonight. Sleeping like a baby, oh, Jack. How good's that? It's
0: brought to you by Swiss Australia's number one multivitamin brand and for the Hater Clinic, who are the gold standard in addiction treatment Bud, Drink plenty of water and stay cool today, my man. Looking
1: forward to uh, watching the tennis tonight. Um, it's going to be a great match and and obviously looking forward to the show next week, Jack.
0: Thanks to everyone for being with us. Stick around after the break. Campbell Brown to join me for the Sunday brunch.